0: This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wizarding World Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, and always with me is my awesome co-host, Nina.
1: Hey, how are you doing today?
0: You know, same old, same old, different de- same thing, different day, I guess, kind of. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you know me. And... How's the weather over by you? Cold freaking you get snow? cold no but it's cold and rainy and cold and i hate it
1: <laughs> cold and rainy we got snow and we're supposed to get even more snow Ew. in a couple days i'm not thrilled about it i don't like driving in it even though i've lived in it my whole life and i hate it same
0: same here I, I hate it i hate seeing the white death it's disturbing it's <laughs> terrible i've only seen <laughs> snow twice so far um I saw it once last year for 2023 and so far once this year for 2024
1: so hmm but okay. it, it, yeah
0: i'm I'm good with it it can stay away um <laughs> but um speaking of like seeing where the weather's going this yeah. week we are going to go over a very special subject in uh the magical world, which is divination. Yes. So I
1: do like. Divination. Buckle up for
0: some weird stuff.
1: <laughs> for some great astrology information, people. <laughs> well, astrology is a different class. No, no. Aren't they connected in a way? They
0: are. Divination and astrology okay. uh, work with each other. But as a school subject, they are two different classes at Hogwarts.
1: Oh, that means we're going to do astrology too. At some point, yes. Yes. Okay. I'm on board. Uh, And
0: then before we start kick off this episode, uh, I will let everybody know now. um, If you notice, there has been some episodes that have been taken away from the feed. I did archive some about five episodes. We are actually going to be redoing them after this week um, and going over them again just because how we changed the show uh, going forward uh, with me and Nina on here. And instead of just me talking through some of these episodes, it was just me and it was just kind of bland. Now we can have some fun entertainment in it.
1: That's what I'm here for, folks. <laughs> it's a fun entertainment.
0: <laughs> uh, so, let's kick this off. Uh, so, divination is an elective course taught at Hogwarts, and is taught methods of divining the future or gathering insights into future events uh, through various rituals and tools. The magic and ta- uh, taught in the class, as well as the ability to say prophetic, uh, prof- Help me out here. Prophetic. 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 We'll go with that. Uh, Things (laughs) was a branch of magic referred to as divination. And uh, we all might got the glimpse of divination with uh, Prisoner of Azkaban film and the books where we see a very interesting class, per se.
1: Now I feel like you're being cryptic for a reason
0: no it's just it's just weird no. in general because one we have um Tyrolini, uh teaching and then i love her glasses
1: i just gotta her, yeah. say
0: <laughs> and then um i i just love the interaction with her and uh neville it's like oh how's your grandmother is like I, fine i think give me that give me that oh 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 pity and so neville freaks pity. out <laughs> it's like what does she see <laughs> <laughs>
1: like,
0: like the butt what? of every joke, poor Neville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sadly, yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, Headmaster Albus Dumbledore had originally decided uh, that this course should be no longer be taught at Hogwarts. It was considered obscure and inaccurate interac- at most. However, seeing that the applicant for the teaching pos- uh, position, Sybil, uh Tarani, was the great-great-granddaughter of the celebrated seer, Cassandra Tarani, and Dumbledore decided to give her a chance. Mm-hmm. And then, when Tarani made a prophecy that impressed Dumbledore, she was granted the position. Though it was the true reason that she uh, was to protect her from Lord Voldemort, who was desperate to hear the rest of the prophecy. Yeah. And spoiler alert: if you didn't know already, Tarani is the one that prophesied Harry and Voldemort's like destiny. She mm-hmm. she was the one that prophesized this.
1: She so. was a great seer,
0: even though she doesn't know that she's a seer.
1: No, it's. I guess I can get behind the fact that divination isn't quite a class you can teach because it's either you have the gift and the sight or you don't, and you right. can't really teach that to somebody. It's nope. it's just a talent that you have. So I get I get where he's coming from, but it's oh, still yeah. it's fun to know every other parts that go into it like we're going to find out
0: right exactly and yeah that's the one thing because even in um when we get to um order of the phoenix we get this mm-hmm. a lot and especially because since dumbledore is not he's headmaster but we had umbridge being the conniving person that she umbridge. is um basically f- like Throwing Torani under a bus, yes. So she
1: was awful to her. That was the that was the breaking point for me. Was seeing that scene and reading about it in the book. That was the, the breaking Shorani. point with her. Whoa, whoa, there's, whoa! All right, whoa. I guess, there's there's bad people. All right, there's always going to be bad people, and there's a point where the bad person just becomes even worse in my book, and that's where she became even worse in my book. Was Kicking out mm. Trelawney, like that was her home. She just became
0: because... she became worse when she tried. She started trying to take over Hogwarts before all that crap started, and even made it worse when we find out towards <coughs> towards the end of the book, she's the one that sent the Nementors Yeah, no,
1: and you got a point. And at I that don't point, give a her spot for.
0: <laughs> I just let the centaurs have her and. Torture her. I don't care. She, she, no, I still want to know how she escaped, though. I really do. She didn't have her wand. I wanted to know
1: how maybe she knows Wandless magic. I mean, it's possible.
0: That's true. And I'd be sad to hear that if she does. Although, it
1: is defined justice that the centaurs got a horde of her because they are a huge part of divination, and she did mess with Trelawney, just saying.
0: True, but that... It all wrapped that up nicely. That was still before really any of that started, though.
1: True. So, But I still find it nice. Ju- it's true. Divine
0: judgment is great. Yes. Um, so, divination was an elective subject available beginning at the student's third year. Students studied a uh, Myrid ways of describing information about the future, including tea dregs, uh, crystal balls, visions, and astrology, and horoscope charts. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't get this already, it's very similar to how people try to do that now in the real <laughs> light world. This is literally divination is a practice thing in our real world, and all these are actually how people try to. Deal with divination.
1: Yep. There's so many rituals that are done now that a lot of it's intention and things like that. And right. You do have to do with what you're learning in divination. So it so, is all there. Magical and muggle. It's,
0: bo- it's both worlds.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that.
0: So other methods of divining the future included smoke patterns, dreams, tarot cards, and uh, interpretations of prophecies. The, the latter is quite rare, guides and textbooks allow students of divination to discern to or translate what observed symbols uh, intended to mean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some you stu- can do that
1: nowadays still too. Yes, like they have a whole bunch of stuff online about symbols and what animals that you see and uh, uh, angel numbers are also another thing, and they all interpret it and mean different mm-hmm.
0: things. Tarot cards are a huge thing too.
1: Oh, they're huge! Absolutely huge. huge.
0: Like literally. Uh, or palms reading that is a very big thing too because mm-hmm. I go to most renaissance fairs all the, the the few I've been to and I go to renaissance fairs all the time always have at least one place that has tarot cards and palms reading
1: the Always. real question is: Have you gotten it done? Because I've had my no, palm No, I have not done that. Oh, you should! It's it's a fun experience, even if you don't believe in it. It's a fun experience. It's just I kind of want. I
0: want to try it at one point, but one of my friends really is terrified of the idea. Uh, so, like that's why I oh. don't do it. She doesn't like it. She she's cr- it freaks her out. Makes her nervous. It freaks all her right. out. So I was like, okay, all right, that's
1: but um, if you get the chance to on your own.
0: Yeah, I will I, will, I will do that. So, some students, such as Percy Weasley, thought the subject was very useful, especially when thinking about the future, while others, such as the trio, which Ron, Harry, Hermione, uh, could not achieve any success in the course and rejected ever taking it. Hermione Granger eventually dropped the class, while Harry Potter and Ron Weasley, in order to scrape a pass in the course, merely made up plenty of things when it comes to predicting the future, not taking the work seriously. And um, yeah, what I'm about to read next is hilarious because it worked. Um, and this is all, and it's also hilarious. This is actually the class, like one class that Hermione dropped. She couldn't deal with it. As smart as she is, she couldn't do this. There's no scientificness
1: behind it. Yep, there's no book logic to it. It's all gut feeling and interpretation. Mm
0: Hmm. So uh when Harry Ron, and Ron usually added plenty of tragedies, so Professor Trelawney would be satisfied, despite the false predictions could be far-fetched. They would also make fun out the class whenever possible. When Ron saw nothing but thick white swirl in the crystal ball, he joked about foreseeing a very foggy night, to which his friends laughed due to the lack of interest leading to the poor efforts. Harry was among the known students to have failed his divination owl and ceased taking any advanced studies well thankfully harry didn't need an owl in divination to become an order thank god for yes. that it's good um hermione granger had a great difficulty with divination because it was not exact and wooly and uh, she <laughs> developed a disdain for the subject because it cannot be mastered through studying like other subjects at hogwarts and books cannot help if one lacks the natural ability
1: absolutely
0: Yeah, if you don't have the ability or even the I guess stupidity to go through it, don't take it.
1: No, it is all just about intuition and how you're interpreting the signs. There's literally there's no rhyme or reason to it in that sense Yep, it's just how you
0: see it and by stupidity I mean like foolishness when it comes to Ron and Harry like they took it just, absolutely they took it literally just to have an elective so they wouldn't have to do anything else
1: mm-hmm so yeah it was just a play all for them
0: yep And then Mm -hmm. um, she quit the subject after Professor Trelawney told her she lacked the talent when allowed her to return her time turner and focus more on ancient runes and Arthemency. Minerva McGonagall shared Hermione's skepticism and her personal dislike for Professor Trelawney, whom McGonagall believed to be a fraud. Albus Dumbledore also never took this subject himself. (laughs) So even Dumbledore never took this class.
1: Mm Mm-mm.
0: Like, what? Nope. The you definitely strongest more... wizard in the world never took
1: divination? What? <laughs> you can definitely tell they're more book-oriented and study-oriented. Oh, of...
0: absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. And there was also a divination homework meeting club in which divination students could study the subject together. Several fifth-year students attended the group during the 1995-96 to 96 school year. Which... Mm-hmm cool i guess you can go and talk about this tragedies and horrors that you might face in the future because yeah the upcoming war
1: it could also just be a form of community for some of the students true just to have that's connection. true connection yeah here's a club under that's the guise of off. it yeah here's a club let's just hang out drink tea because i'm about that
0: there you go mm-hmm. um and then the class was located uh, in, several, in one main place. So, students, of the class convened in one of the two places: on uh, his classroom in the North Tower, or the classroom 11 where Ferdinand's taught, which is on the grounds floor of the castle. And if you don't know who Ferdinand's is, um, go watch and read uh, Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, where you're located, uh, because he is the centaur that saved Harry's life. From Voldemort. Uh, and he is. And centaurs are huge in divination. They use divination in their. like Culture. Yes. Which reminds me. We need to do a centaur episode one of these days. Yes. We have not done that yet. Uh, and the classroom located in the North Tower was access, uh, accessible through a circular trap door. And the room was described to be looking like a cross between someone's attic and an old-fashioned tea shop. The divination stairway led to the classroom connected to the rest of the castle by a long corridor.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. So, that's always fun. Um, And you can also attend this class in uh, Hogwarts Legacy.
1: Yeah,
0: you can climb up the real tall ladder to get to it. Yep, got tall. Mm-hmm. Climb a ladder to get into a class. That that's always fun. Let me, you know, take all my books while I'm trying to climb a ladder.
1: Just leviosa those stuff up there. That's that, all you got to do.
0: No, that's a fair point. There's magic as a thing, isn't it? <laughs> you can't can't abide to buy physics, can you?
1: Nope. Fair point. That's a fair point.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, at that at this point, we are going to take a quick mid break and be right back. There we go. Uh, welcome to the mid-break of the show where we're talking about everything with the podcast has nothing to do with the lore of the wizard world and at this point I want to uh, thank everybody who's listening um, because because of all you awesome listeners we have really grown as a show this past year. We are closing in on 20,000 downloads uh, since the show has started, and a lot of the bulk of that was last year. and that it has been a great, great um time for the show and excited to see where the show's going forward. I mean, it, it's it's growing.'re we're, we're getting um, I, I'm excited where the show is, where we're how we're turning it to be. And, yeah, it's great.
1: Thank you all for listening. Very much appreciate it. Did not think it was going to go this far. I really like it. It's a great time. <laughs> it's great, right? It is a great time. Absolutely. So thank you all very much.
0: And um, if you want to support us, there is a few different options that you can support us. You can support us on patreon.com slash To where you can get ad-free episodes or even join us on the show once a month of a topic of your choosing. Uh, we also, you can support us on Apple and Spotify. On Apple, if you leave a five star review, we read that out loud the next time on the show. And then uh, you can do the same thing on Spotify. If you leave a comment, a nice worded comment on Spotify, we'll read that out loud next time on the show, too. Which, let me see here. Gotta log into Spotify. And we do. So. Uh, we actually have two. Uh, responses. on Actually on our last week's episode of Herbology. We have Daddy Bat Night. Of course. Uh, coming in. <laughs> uh, t- uh, telling me. It's a Little Shop of Horrors. Um, which yes I know. It's Little Shop of Horrors. After we went through that. And the plant. Uh, the plant in question was called Audrey 2. Which is also true. Because. After I got done recording that episode, I literally remember it because I sold the Funko Pops at GameStop for Little Shops of War.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I Thank sold you so many name. of this.
0: And I was like, why are people into this? But whatever. And then we have. It, it's um, a great
1: movie.
0: We have Jan, uh Cho Music 07. Uh, so, according to the Harry Potter Wiki, during the 1888 to 1889 school year, Promoma Sprout suggested the students add ginger to the butterbeer because it was her favorite use of it. So that's that's why they have ginger in uh, herbology is because Professor Sprout loves to add um, ginger to her butterbeer. Thank you um, for that comment. And thank you for that info because I must have missed that.
1: Yeah, we did miss that for sure. I do like that, but they're adding into butterbeer. Got to make it better.
0: And butterbeer is great. If you have not had butterbeer, butterbeer is great.
1: Mm-hmm. Alcoholic and non alcoholic, both are great. <laughs> make sure you add ginger next time. If I, it's might, not I
0: might try that because I love ginger. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can also find us on a few different Discord servers. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord as well as my own Discord server, the Ben and Friends Podcasting Discord. Both links are in the episode description. Uh, and you can also find us live on twitch.tv slash Ben of Tamaria on our new time at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, um, where you can see us live and, uh, you know, Throw in uh, comments on the live stream and we can answer questions right then and there or comment on what you have to say. It's a lot of fun. A lot of chaos can happen. Um, go go listen to the Final Fantasy Lord Request because a lot of chaos can happen when you have uh, comments on live streams. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh,
1: interrupting everything,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a little, um, and then yeah. yeah, just go get notified. Uh, go watch when we go live, where you can even lurk. I'm trying to get affiliated uh, status, so that is my goal for the next six months. Is hopefully so to get affiliate here soon. So I'm I'm very close. I'm very close. So it'd be all help for me to become an affiliate. So uh, other than that, I mean that's all I have for the middle of the show. Do you have anything yeah. else to add?
1: Nope, just stay tuned till the end cuz I have a fun little thing. Yeah. that I'm excited for. So make sure you wait till the very end.
0: Yep. Um so with that being said, let's get back into more divination. All right, we're back and now we have the curriculum of divination. So, it's mm-hmm. kind of short and sweet a little bit. So, third year, because obviously it's an elective, so it's not a core class.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, for third year, you have uh, Tessomancy, Fire Omens, palm, Palmsmer- Pom- Palmistry? Palmistry. Palmistry. There we go. Words. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> Crystal Gazing. So, yeah. obviously, Crystal Gazing is kind of self-explanatory. You stare into a crystal and describe what you see.
1: Gaze. (laughs) Gaze into
0: a crystal and describe what you see. Yes. Palmistry is, I'm assuming, palm reading. Yes. Yes, which is straight up as palms reading. Uh, Fire Omen is the... Wow, we... Oh, it's just you uh see what you and smoke. See stuff in smoke. I would
1: Yep, I would assume it'd be like uh almost like smoke signals but different.
0: And then Tessomancy is uh predicting stuff from tea leaves and um all that jazz. That we Mm -hmm. see we see crystal gazing and tessomancy in the film. So this is with the famous yeah. scene, you know, Harry gets the Grim and all that fun stuff. He's destined mm-hmm. for death, which is true. He he was death, destined for death, just not in that film.
1: Just not that year.
0: <laughs> just not that year. Even though he's yeah. about to, on uh, death's door almost every single year.
1: That's not the point. It just wasn't that year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not the point, though. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs>
0: Besides that...
1: <laughs> Besides.
0: Uh. So the fourth year, you... The main thing is astrology. You go through astrology, you learn things with the stars, the constellations, the star movements. Uh, you learn that, use that for like predicting things in the future and whatnot. Um, I know when Fernand's is, he when he teaches uh, divination, which I think is Half-Blood Prince is when he comes into the school.
1: I think yes. you're
0: correct. It is Half-Blood Prince because it was after Umbridge. Um, he, do, he, they, he does a lot of astrology stuff with his donations. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Ferdinands I mean, and Trelawney don't get along. Well, let me rephrase that. Trelawney doesn't like Ferdinand at all.
1: Correct. She does not like him one bit. Yeah. She's got a bit of a bias against it, which... Uh, yeah. Which is anyway... <laughs>
0: Fifth year that you go over uh, dream interpretation in more astrology, and I mean, dream interpretation is kind of straightforward too. You interpret. If you you, ever fall
1: down the rabbit hole of interpreting your dreams, I wish you the best of luck. (laughs)
0: Because your dreams will not make
1: sense, or no, like it's wild. There's some things like they're just it's extremely wild in how they. Like some of the things that happen in your dream, you're like, Oh, it must mean this, but then you look it up and it doesn't mean that at all. It's it's a rabbit hole and or, it might, lo- or
0: or <laughs> it might mean nothing at all.
1: <laughs> Correct. It could just be your brain processing the information of whatever happened or dealing with stress. But some really wild dreams, oof, yeah. There's something.
0: I've had dreams where I was at work and then I wake up, it's like, Oh thank God <laughs>
1: That I just means there. that you take your you, that just means that you take your job seriously and it's a big part of your life. That's all that means. It's not. Well, <laughs> you're there a lot. So
0: yeah, but it's,
1: not. but it's not. This is my job.
0: Doing this is my job.
1: This is your passion. Yeah, like that's a little different.
0: No, it's both. No. Hey, okay. Hey, one once once upon a time, my job and passion were the same thing because it was games. True, it's just but then corporate took currently. over it's just not now currently, sadly. <laughs> <Not> now
1: currently.
0: <laughs> uh, but going forward to the sixth year, yeah. you have more tessomancy, palmistry, you have cartomancy, crystal gazing, numerology, xylomancy, milomancy, dream interpretation, bliblomancy, and ovomancy. <laughs>
1: well <laughs> oh, i'm really curious in like the last all five of them <laughs>
0: um so cardomancy is the um study of reading cards to gain insight so
1: like tarot cards essentially tarot
0: cards or even i would imagine specifically tarot yeah numble uh numblum numero the that numbers it's a it's a rhythmacy it's predicting the future with numbers which a lot of right. people it, it's people do that today
1: yes it's also similar to the angelic numbers that i brought up is it's, it's yes. repeating numbers and stuff like that yes
0: uh xylomancy is the um this one's um, also old-fashioned. Um, yeah. uh, predicting the future with sticks. Like, you get a bunch so, of sticks and throw them on the ground and go see where that goes.
1: So is there one... I wonder if there's one that's... Okay, so in Pirates of the Caribbean, I think it's the second one where she has all like the little chicken bones and she throws them down she reads that. I wonder if it's similar because they're elongated. Um,
0: I would say it's similar in a way, but that's also Calypso be using magic.
1: Oh, this is is magic. True. But with a different...
0: True, but she actually used magic to find the pearl. Yeah. Wasn't it? Was that the second one? No, that's the third one. Is that the third one? I it's don't know. the second one. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> anyway, it's sorry. one of the films, The Jack Sparrow. Um anyway, Milomancy is the definite divina- uh, divination that involves rats and mice. Yeah. What do you do with them? Uh yeah, try to try to go with that.
1: <laughs> uh but what are you doing with them? I guess is the Do you use them to, like, our whiskered friends have much to tell us if only we open our eyes. Huh.
0: Hmm. If that was the case, maybe they should have learned who uh, um, Scabbers was.
1: Yeah, think you put some information that must be okay. No, but that explains why rats were part of the magical animal that you could have. And then then that never made yeah, sense possibly. to me why rats would be allowed. Now this explains why rats were allowed as one of your pets while you're there. Like owls, obviously the wisdom, cats because a familiar and toads also familiars, but rats, I never understood rats. Now I do.
0: Now that we helps. do. And then we have biblomancy, which has nothing to do with the word, by the way. You think, what do you think when you hear biblomancy?
1: I would think some sort of information on the Bible.
0: (laughs) Correct. That's what you would think. That is not the case. This is literally a branch of divination that involves opening a book at a random page in order to interpret its contents into a contextual way or adapt to the present time
1: that is also um studied in real life. I know people who do that. Yes, that is also that's wild. I didn't know that's what it was called.
0: Yep. And then what do you what do you think ovomancy is without looking seeing looking at it?
1: Uh, I don't know. Where you got it. <laughs> Something with the eyes.
0: No, it has nothing to do with uh, eyes. This is old mancy is a type of divination that involves cracking open eggs and observing which the way the yolk fell.
1: <laughs> yeah, I never would have gotten that one. I mean, right? oval kind of makes sense now that you said
0: it. <laughs> it's like oh, oval, and it's like <laughs> oh, yolk. That makes sense, but like never would have guessed that.
1: <laughs> never would have guessed an egg.
0: Nope, hmm. not at all. Interesting. Um, and moving on to the seventh year, we have. Oh, this word um. Orient, ornithomancy, ornithomancy, capnomancy, philomancy, We have olomancy, which is revived and lithomancy. A lot of omancy words, because Latin. Correct. So we have Orinth and Omancy, which I think that's how I would say it, um, which is the seers of the sky. Uh, it is predicting the present and also the future with birds.
1: Reading birds and their migration tendencies.
0: And then uh, Captomancy is the art of reading smoke patterns.
1: Oh, so I wonder... So is that different than fire omens, or you look actually read the fire? Where this one you with the fire smoke?
0: omens, um, I would imagine if that's the case, um, you're dealing specifically actually with fire rather gotcha. than the smoke itself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Philomancy is the form of divination which involves interpreting the future through using leaves,
1: not tea leaves.
0: Not just... tea leaves, just regular leaves, leaves that fall off a tree.
1: I like how they're using trees as part of it, using plant life between twigs and leaves.
0: And then uh, lithomancy is the uh, art of reading the future through stones.
1: Yeah, I was thinking like werewolves, and I knew that was wrong. Yeah,
0: no, (laughs) no. It's L-I-T-H-O-M-A-N-C-E. You see why? Not lycanthropy, which is L-O-Y-T-H-A.
1: It's not even close, Nina. I don't know why it's you're thinking
0: not. that. It's werewolves. It has to do with werewolves. I love werewolves. I like okay. every okay. Elder Scrolls game I play, I'm a werewolf. <laughs> it's great. I
1: don't...
0: It's great. And then uh, we actually have, an. Uh, so we don't know what years these are taught, but we have hept- uh, heptomancy or heptomology, sorry, and runestones. So heptomology is the divination method presuming studying how the number seven influenced the future. Cause seven is a very important number in most in a lot of cultures.
1: True. It's very true.
0: And rune stones are magical stones engraved with a rune. So
1: I think that would be really fun to learn. Runestones.
0: Runestones, yeah.
1: Yes. I think that would be very interesting to learn.
0: Yeah, I would think so too. Um, mm-hmm. And then we do have some known professors, obviously. So we have Percival Rackham, who taught Divination in the uh, Tudor period. Um, which this is the period of Hogwarts well before Hogwarts Legacy. So he was yes. one of the creators of the vaults that you go through in Trials at Hogwarts Legacy or during Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, I'm trying to pronounce her name right, Mudawa Madu, um, uh, Onai. Is that how you say that, her, her first name?
1: I would I would think Muda, so. Mudawa,
0: Mudawa Onai. Uh, taught yeah, divination in the late 19th century, which is during the time of your character in Hogwarts Legacy. And also mm-hmm. the mother of uh, Natty Onai.
1: Mm-hmm. She's great.
0: And both are Animagus, by the way.
1: Yes, one turns into a drew, uh, gazelle. gazelle. Gazelle? Gazelle, uh, yes. And Natty is a
0: gazelle, I'm pretty sure. Her father, yes. I think, was a lion.
1: Giraffe.
0: Giraffe. Giraffe, yes, giraffe.
1: Yes, giraffe. And I don't remember what her mother was.
0: Yeah, I can't remember on the top of my head either. Uh, and then uh, we have Silbo Turani, who became the divination teacher uh, as of 1979. And then also starting in 1995, we have Fernand, Uh, began teaching divination after pres- Professor Turani was viciously fired uh, by High Inquisitor Dolores Umbridge.
1: High Inquisitor. She doesn't deserve that title.
0: She doesn't deserve anything in life no. or a life. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I have... St- if you've listened to this podcast as long as I've had it going, you know my bis- my disdain for that one witch.
1: I don't think we're ever going In to, be able to do an the good and bad episode, term
0: of the word.
1: We're never going to be able to do an episode on Dolores Umbridge.
0: No, because it's, it's going to be all gonna be full on. Out. <laughs> it's going to be all rage-filled. <laughs> <laughs> rage-filled. And I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Though, granted, no. it is fun to do rage-filled episodes. I've done that on Witcher. It's great. Me and Tosi just dive right into the Witcher uh, Netflix crap, and we have opinions.
1: <laughs> we have opinions. Yeah, it's fun
0: <laughs> because me and Tosi have the same same views when it comes to that stuff. So it's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, last but not least, we do have behind the scenes. So interesting instrument. Interest, yeah. Interestingly, when Harry and Ron made up predictions in their divination homework, they happened to predict exactly the dangers that would await Harry in the Triwizard Tournament. Uh, <laughs> one, he would be in danger of burns. The first task was a dragon. Uh, two, he would lose a treasured possession. Ron, his best friend, whom he had to recover from the people. Three... Then get stabbed in the back by someone you t- thought was a friend, his defense against the dark art professor, who was moody but not moody. And yeah. four, finally come off or uh, finally uh, finally uh, come off worse in a fight. His duel with Lord of Voldemort in the little Hagaton graveyard. Yeah, they literally predicted Harry's all four like dangerous tasks for Tri was a tournament. In the previous year.
1: So does that mean that divination is a silly subject, or does that mean that it has to do with what you believe and you're putting that out into the universe? Uh-huh. I like how
0: she said. And did the that. universe responds <laughs> with said problems.
1: <laughs> with that. <bet. laughs> <Exactly. laughs> All right, that's what you want to happen.
0: Cool, we'll make it happen.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: And then uh, similarly, while uh, they were all making predictions, Ron and Harry foresee that Harry would lose his uh, bet that Ron will win his fight, which was supposedly come off worse. Uh, this also comes true more or less again when he respected the Triwizard Tournament, as it was later revealed that Ludo Backman lost his bet that Harry would win the Triwizard Tournament outright, which circulated in Harry coming off worse. They also claim they would drown, which nearly happens in the second task. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more more allusion to this second the the next book in the series. Yes, and then given uh, the above as was well the nature of uh, Torani's gift, it may be that with respect to the art of domination, true talent does not lie in making accurate predictions, but in recognizing that they have been made. And then J.K. Rowling originally devised divination to be a compulsory from the first year. (laughs) And then Draco Malfoy, Vincent Crabb, Gregory Goyle, and Pansley Parkinson were never mentioned to have taken the subject in the books, but they can be seen during the divination scene in the film adaptation of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, despite they were not shown taking the subject in the film adaptation of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And Mm -hmm. Tarani possibly accepted students with poor OWL results in her new level classes as she questioned why Harry did not take divination in his sixth year as he had achieved a poor grade. However, Tarani may not have known what his OWL score grade was.
1: (laughs) I could see her not caring about the. Oh, heck no. And and
0: (laughs) And especially since, like, I would imagine her class is probably, like, the lowest attendance
1: rate. Correct.
0: So I imagine that she didn't care what you had whatsoever. It's like, ah, sure, you can have a poor grade. Come on in, because I need to teach something.
1: Correct. There's, yeah, I bet the semantics didn't really matter to her. It was just truly. She's like, a if you uh, had a gift.
0: She's a very lax, like very lax free person.
1: Yes, very laid back. Very much yeah. just going with it. hmm
0: She just goes with the flow, and
1: that's it. Oh yeah, she absolutely does. Yeah, she does not care.
0: But um, before we end the episode, we are now doing something new to where we are going to ask a question at the end of each episode, and for the audience to respond either in a review or comment on Spotify or Apple, or you can pop mm-hmm. in our Discord server and uh go into our um wizard world lore cast channels on either discord and tell us what your answer was and we'll respond with the correct answer on the following week's episode so what is the first question we are going to ask nina
1: well first off i want to thank um the fan that reached out to me and presented me with all of this. Uh, he wanted to know if I would be interested in incorporating a fun Wizarding World trivia that he had been working on for a while. It's what he likes to call a Quizarding Experience, which I really enjoy that name. It's oh, very I funny.
0: It's very funny. I love that so much. Love it.
1: So, of course, I had to jump on it being Ravenclaw and all I do love me some trivia. Um, So I'd like to give a huge thank you to Bjarne from Denmark on Discord for giving me these questions to ask. Um, He also wanted me to shout out his Instagram. It's at sepeth.photo. It's S-P-E-T-H dot F-O-T-O. But we have quite a few questions and we're going to start out with some fun uh, Weasley family questions our favorite pure blood family. And in regards to us mentioning it a couple of times, it has to do with the Order of the Phoenix. So the question is, what members of the Weasley family were not members of the Order of the Phoenix? So much like Ben said, please... Send us response in the Spotify episode. Send it in a review or comment or come jump in our Discord. Shout out your answers. Um, next week, I will let you know what the answer is at the end of the episode. And we will ask the next question. And if you answer correctly, we'll shout you out and let you know and everything. But I think it would be a fun little... I don't know. I love me some trivia. I love knowing questions. So but again, the question what members of the Weasley family were not members of the Order of the Phoenix?
0: Yes. Let us know what you think.
1: And and
0: try not to look it up before you send the answer.
1: Yeah, that's no fun.
0: Don't it's, don't don't, it's don't try to fun. cheat. Don't try to cheat. Just try <laughs> your best. And then after you submit it, then you can go look it up. And it's like, oh yeah. okay.
1: Don't worry. We'll make fun of you. There's things that I still don't know. Like I said.
0: It's all good. It's trivia. It's fun. Yep. So uh, with that being said, thank you for listening to the Wizarding World Lorecast. And remember, the wand chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to Wizarding World Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast. And you can email us at wizardworldlorecast at gmail.com.